Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today I have Liv Kate. I call you that, but like, yeah. it's like Olivia. Yeah, I guess my full name is Olivia Dahard is my full name, but I go by Liv Kate that's, mainly. That's there my, you go. It's like my nickname. <laughs> I go by. So, so what is like Kate your middle name? It is. Yeah. Oh, good well, guess. Good guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Liv Kate. So you know, um. You model, but mm-hmm. like then I also find out you put needles in people. Yeah, once you found that out, you were like, uh, I need to know more about this. Yeah, yeah, because like, um, let's, but let's start with the one everyone kind of has an idea of. Like, how did the modeling thing start for you? It was interesting. It started out as a Halloween costume a couple years ago. So everyone kind of knows me as the whole, like, spider girl, that sort of thing. And I keep getting photographers wanting to shoot me in it sort of thing. But that started, I got that uh, as a Halloween costume a couple years ago. And I went out with it with some friends. And I kept getting stopped (laughs) everywhere I went. And then so I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then I happened to follow a photographer on instagram and we started talking and he said he wanted to shoot me in this so and then it just snowballed from there and he encouraged me to shoot with other photographers and meet other people and then yeah that's kind of how all this started and um so do you remember the very first thing you shot that wasn't a spider girl suit um trying to think specifically i did a lot of headshots and things like that even the first shoot i did with the spider-man thing was like a boudoir-esque kind oh. of thing so i went right from the get-go no but like, like how, how is it because like you're in this full suit right so how is yeah. it boudoir uh you can still like it still has uh, a zipper in the back like kind of like so you can still kind of like half take it oh, off and stuff okay so. i didn't yeah. know yeah it's not a, it's, like, <laughs> i'm not like sealed in <laughs> Like, I don't have to go like I don't know in <laughs> in a pod and get suited into it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, was how? I mean, right at the go first, pretty much the first shoot. Like, how was that for you? Uh, it w- it was definitely a new experience. So I was definitely nervous initially because I it was something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very fortunate that the photographer was very patient and like is used to getting new models. So okay. he kind of he was good at. Um, giving me poses and things like that and giving me advice on how to kind of pose and go from there. So Mm -hmm. that was really fortunate that I had someone who was really understanding of Mm. people who were brand new. So that kind of gave me more confidence down the road. Okay. (laughs) So that shoot went well. Um, Did you just like start getting uh, photographers reaching out to Mm. you or? I Mainly I had a couple, but then I also, I had from this, it kind of inspired me to have, to do shoots that, I wanted to do or like concepts I had so then I I from doing this and I'm like and I liked how they turned out and I guess I think that just gave me more confidence to be like I would like to shoot the stuff I'm inspired by so I'll find I'll reach out to these photographers that I would love to work with and it kind of it went from there so Mm. I was I don't know I just took chances that way I was kind of like I know sometimes people wait to be asked and I was like I'm been of the person of if I want something to happen, I'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah, sort of, or, or I'm not, I've been like that. I've not been afraid to ask or, mm-hmm. you know, you, the worst that someone says is no. Yeah. Like right? really when yeah. you think about it yeah. and then sometimes yeah. you get experiences and opportunities just cause you asked. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, <laughs> so like, um, what were some of the concepts you came up with initially? 
Uh, so there was a few different. I'm trying to think of specifically. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to go back into my brain of like <laughs> of all the different kind of shoots. I've yeah, done. yeah, time um, traveling. I know. Well, I know initially doing one with like another female model of more like the whole like sensuality side of things. Of a, I know that was one that was like in my brain of like mm-hmm. I wanted to create or I. I haven't seen a lot of representation that way or in the way I would have liked. So mm. I'm like, okay, I will, if I'm not seeing it, I'll create what I'm envisioning. And I've had different ideas, like different shoots, like almost fantasy-esque sort of stuff that mm. I really, I like that kind of thing. Um, so I, I've had a range. That was probably the one I can think of off the top of my head that I was like, I knew right away that I was like, I would like to do this oh, okay. <laughs> specifically. But yeah. but then I've just gotten ideas from there as well, like of, of different stuff. So. so like, have you, how many photographers would you say you've worked with? I actually counted that recently, which is funny. <laughs> I thought because I thought about them, like, geez, how many has it been? And I, it's about twenty-two or twenty-three at this Holy point. Holy smokes! Yeah, you've had repeats with. Yeah, and I've had repeat shoots with, with most of them, or just a few. Um, majority actually. Holy so smokes. it's probably so when I think about photographers versus how many shoots, mm. I didn't count how many shoots, but that, I imagine it's a lot more than that. Obviously, if I've worked with some two or three times. Yeah, so. Exactly. Mm. So, um, and how do you? pick the kind of photogra- the photographer you work with? Uh, a few ways. I look at their style. If I have a certain vision in mind and they kind of fit that aesthetic, that mm-hmm. kind of draws me there. I look at their previous work. I also ask other models and photographers mm. about their experience because I this is meant to be a fun thing. It's meant to be an enjoyable experience, so I want it to be I want it to be that. So just reaching out and asking people I trust mm. within the community has, I think, led me to having these good experiences. Mm. So just checking in, so. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, like, most things are on Instagram these days. And um, just a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. well, you know, recently, mm-hmm. there was, like, a post about, like, a person having a negative experience with, like, a photographer or some photographers. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you read something like that, mm-hmm. someone that does all the different shoots you do, how yeah. how does it feel? Yeah. I mean, it can be shocking, for sure, of like, when you hear that um, happen and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, I'm luckily, um, people in question, or at least the person recently, like, I hadn't worked with. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of lucky in that regard. There has been some that I have worked with. And I've been very fortunate that I had a good experience. But that doesn't mean... That's the case with everyone. That's the thing that's tricky, too, mm. is sometimes you shoot with someone and they're fine with you, but maybe they might act inappropriate with somebody else. So yeah. it's like you you got to be careful. And I think the biggest thing, if you can bring someone with you, there's there's different things you can do to mm. try and like you know, mitigate. Um, I mean, looking them up first and foremost and getting references from other people. But, you know, if you can, especially the first time you shoot with someone, if you can have someone with you just kind of as that buffer or barrier mm-hmm. if that's what you want to be comfortable mm. so there is there is ways to kind of and i wish they would i hopefully they'll kind of create that of like create a hey if you're a new model these this are the things to do. look out for yeah. maybe that's something to kind of do in the future of, yeah. to kind of protect every, everyone try and protect everyone from all this yeah so. maybe that's a 2021 task yeah um so but here's the thing though you actually mentioned something that was tricky where you shoot with someone you have a positive experience mm-hmm. and someone else has a negative yeah. experience um and then you read the comments right you yeah. know everyone is like you know i hear you i'm sorry blah blah blah. but then there's a comment come on comes on and then this person is like what are you talking about this person would never do that and yeah stuff. 
That's so it, tricky. Yeah. 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 Especially because, and you can be really good friends with someone and no one, like, you don't, that's the tough thing. You really don't know someone <laughs> as well as you probably think you do. And mm-hmm. as much as it is the inclination to be like, maybe you had a very good experience to say they would never do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have to give the benefit of the doubt or be open because, you know, it's not an easy thing for people to talk about mm-hmm. going through that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm inclined to, yeah, give someone the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so, like, do you not see that or do mm. you see that or do you support the person that is not your friend? Yeah, I don't know. It's such a it's such a hard thing to navigate, and I think I think it depends like situationally and stuff mm. like that. There's that fine line of, yeah, like obviously believing people when they say these stories, mm-hmm. and then also having people go through a process if they're accused in this case of like not just throwing a name out there mm-hmm. <laughs> with all due process, like having a process in mind. So it's tough. Mm. It's really a tough thing to navigate, and especially in 2020 where everything everything's online right and there. there's that whole just like, uh, well, I get the buzzword of like cancel culture comes up a lot, but it's very, it's very easy mm. for emotions to run high and things like that, especially when it's something so vulnerable and personal. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't necessarily have an answer to no, uh, I, bal- how to handle these situations. Yeah. But, I don't think but it's tough. I don't think there's like a right answer. <laughs> and, and like you said, I think it's situational. You have to kind of consider things based on just like the whole picture or at least part of the picture that you know i think we should at least i think at the very least we should listen to people when they do say this stuff of like okay let's look into what's going on or like let's um let's listen to what they have to say i don't think it should be completely cut off because i I don't think that's fair um but yeah it's just yeah it's not it's not a fun. That's a fun spot. And no, it seems no. like 2020 is bringing out all the all stuff. That, <laughs> all stuff. Not even with this, but in just in general, like yeah. anything that's kind of like yeah. foundationally not great. It's like, well, we're just gonna yeah, cause yeah. an explosion. I so. think you know, especially with the very first lockdown. Yeah. Like everything was right in everybody's faces. Yeah. We've you never. Couldn't, you couldn't leave. Yeah. I don't think anyone that grew up like since I've grown like I've never experienced that before. I don't think anyone has ex- ever experienced where. You cannot go out. Like, you know, oh, maybe yeah. you would have a snow day. I was about to say, like, I don't know, I, I'm from PEI, and there was times where we've had a lot of snow where we couldn't leave the house. So yeah, maybe that's like, probably the closest, but that's yeah, like a but few like, days Exactly, or that's it's like not a like... snow day, you know. But it's not like, it was a long time. And yeah. it was like crazy, and it was scary. So, you know, I think that also added to things coming out. Oh, yeah well and then you've a lot oftentimes like i know i was by myself for quarantine like for about three months like my roommate wasn't there yeah so it's like it feels like you have to do a lot of like inner (laughs) introspection (laughs) oh my god you Uh, know i like being alone but i don't know if i'd be i mean i don't know if i'd three months (laughs) holy shit but but i I I guess i'm kind of used i don't know i've gotten to a place which i luckily i was at that place before quarantine that Mm. i'm like i'm cool with being alone so Mm. maybe that kind of helped and also like Drinking some beer and playing my piano was also uh, <laughs> also helped. But oh, you play the piano? I do. Yeah. See, how yeah. long have you been playing that? So I so probably about over twenty years by this point because I started when I was about five or six. So. Oh wait, so like uh, you know you play you read those things like yeah read the she <laughs> read the things. <laughs> That's why you're here. You learn about this stuff, right? I mean, <laughs> oh my god. Um, like, how do you even know what is what? I went to push your fingers when. Yeah, it's based on the sheet music. Like, different notes correspond with to different, different notes on the sheet and stuff. stuff. Yeah. And, and do they also say when Oh, the you... pedal. Yeah, yeah, the pedal for different rhythmic, <laughs> rhythmic uh, elements. Yeah. God damn it. 
Yeah. It's so ingrained now. Like it's because I've it's done just... it for so long that it's so ingrained. I've I've tried here and there to like learn the guitar a little bit and it's just such a different different mm. thing. I'm so used to how it feels for mm. piano and then it's the strumming and the pricking is a different different thing. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so do you have a favorite song you like to play? Favorite song I like to play. I mean, I I was really into playing Bohemian Rhapsody. Has been one of those oh. things that I like. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's always fun. That's fun to just sing in the car. Like when it comes on, <laughs> all the fun, all the good stuff. But yeah. Okay, so uh, you know, all that was preamble, and I I just I want to get into these. Yeah. I don't want to say, but the doll is kinky as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, when I set it down and then I put it on the stand, and that was the first thing you said. Like, it's like okay okay I, I, i'm 12 forgive me but um so how did you get into acupuncture because like that's so different yeah no for sure and i think i'm the only one from my graduating class in university that ended up going into acupuncture everyone kind of went physio chiro occupational therapy and mm -hmm. then i'm like acupuncture <laughs> like, here how I am. did that happen yeah so i was working in a private physio clinic after I graduated. I graduated with kinesiology, mm -hmm. um, so study of human movement, more the Western side of things. And he took some courses in basic acupuncture, some basic points for pain management, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then so I, I knew I wanted to specialize in something. Um, so I looked this up and then I realized, oh, it can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It can do not just with pain, but even mentally, like anxiety, depression. I have a lot of PTSD patients, for example. So like, oh, this is neat. And then there happened to be a school over here in Bedford. And that's kind of what led me here. So, mm. so from there, and then since taking it, I've absolutely loved it. So. How long was the schooling for and what did it involve? Mm. Uh, usually it's three years. I did a two-year accelerated program. So I did my clinic hours while I was in doing classes. Mm. Normally you can do the classes and then do the clinic afterwards, but mm. I did it at the same time, which I'm glad I did it that way because then as I learned things, you I did could it do right them. away. So it helped reinforce, mm. <laughs> reinforce things. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, I mean, apart from that, I could do all these amazing things. Yeah. What was it about acupuncture that made you commit so much? Because, like, you know, doing the yeah. three years thing in two years is a lot of commitment. Yeah, and it's a different frame of thinking a little bit, too. There is connections between Eastern and Western medicine, but you kind of have to park your logical Western brain and learn the theory and philosophy behind how they see the body because mm. there is differences. So What are some major differences between the two? Uh, well, the biggest thing, well, we can actually see them <laughs> on there. They have, uh, Chinese medicine believes on top of us having uh, bone, like our skeletal system, our muscular system. We have these other pathways in our body that correlate to different organs. Mm. And we can use acupuncture to along these channels. We use different points along these channels to tell your body to do different things like your body to help your body heal itself yeah essentially i'm yeah that's what i i'm just here i'm like the puppet master i'm <laughs> like oh I go and do this yeah basically so that's kind of how acupuncture works in essence and so d does each point can i guess no i, I will try <laughs> to frame this in my because it sounded different in my head but i'll try it again yeah, okay. does each point okay yeah i, I get it now 
Yeah. Can each point on, only work for one thing or like more like, you know, if you stick it in that point, that's mm-hmm. all he does. Or can you stick it in one point and he does more than one thing? Uh, it does more than one thing. And oh, even combinations what? of points working together can do different actions too. Oh. So there's some like on the arm, for example, that I can use locally, like if someone had tennis elbow or had a sore elbow, but I can also use it if they have jaw pain. And on, their arm. on their arm be- <laughs> because similar to the uh, doll there is the channels there's lines on the arm and they go all the way up oh I see yeah, yeah. I see right there yeah. so there's times when for example someone has a toothache mm-hmm. and I can use points on the feet to treat their toothache but it's because it's along the same channel but it's it's funny like, when I do stuff like that because then they're like why are you touching yeah. my foot when my pain's up here but that's how it's based but like I guess I mean, so, yeah, I guess it's a channel, but how do you, like, is the specific points in the channel affecting things differently? You know what yes. I mean? Yes. So, depending on the, yeah, the point along the channel, they mm. have different actions or different exactly. indications what they're used for. And, yeah. like, I'm looking at the, uh, you know, the model here, and, mm-hmm. like, there are gaps that don't have points. Like, yeah. are there places you can't put the needle? Uh, there is certain, pl- like, usually certain spots, like, the tongue, like, like actually needling the tongue uh, is not usually one you can prick for certain things, but not like actually needle the tongue. Like there's certain spots, like the nipple, for example. You're not you're not needling that. There's certain like um, used as landmarks or us to find points, but oh. is, in that case, same as the belly button. The belly button's another one that we don't needle, but we use it as a landmark to find so it's other like points. Two inches from the needle, yeah. it will give you a headache to go away and, or whatever all that kind of stuff no but there's cool even you can do acupressure like, so just like pushing the pushing part. and rubbing the points i actually get i my fun party trick is i get rid of people's hiccups doing that so <laughs> that's been like, very handy <laughs> people, people how get, long do you have to hold it for for it to go away uh usually about a couple minutes oh. for a couple, I, i've had it work as quick as 20 to 30 seconds so oh, wow. it, it all varies what you're what and you're where doing. is this place so i can try they drive well there's one that's like right in between the chest like right in the middle right so in the middle of the chest push. is that not where they make you like when you're doing cpr they make you like like you know you're supposed to like kind of like rub your finger on the person's chest to make sure they're alive or some shit <laughs> Very, very medical. <laughs> I know, I know who's not doing my CPR. I guess <laughs> if ever, anything ever happens to me. All right, but but you know, well, you have to do this no. thing every year, and then you go. And it, sometimes, almost honestly, sometimes you're like, because it's the same thing. You yeah. know, it doesn't change, mm-hmm. and you're like, but it's okay. kind of good. It doesn't change. So if you get in that scenario, yeah, you kind of okay. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so for your schooling. You have to know what each point is in English and Chinese. Uh, so... Because, like, the Chinese symbols on the points, right? Yeah, there is. We learn them by organ and number, mainly. So there's, like, liver 3, for example, or spleen 21. They're associated with organs. There is Chinese names for them. I don't know all of them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them. Um, there's also... Uh, these are the primary channels, but there's other points as well so, uh, that are also Chinese names and such so as well. primary channels. What are those? Uh, so the main twelve organs of the body, essentially. Is, what are the main? <laughs> <laughs> what are the main so, twelve so things, organs? Things like, things like stomach and spleen, and um, heart and small intestine and large intestine, th- lung, things like that. Yeah. that they, they influence those organs. Um, but we also have what we call ashy points, or just points where there. If you have a pain, like in your arm and there's not a specific acupuncture point, you can still do a point there mm. to help 
great blood flow circulation. Uh, that that was going to yeah. be my next question. Yeah. So you stick the needle in that mm-hmm. point. What does he do exactly? Like, isn't he? Oh, I'll get to the painful. Actually, let's talk about that. Isn't it painful? No. Okay, fine. So, I, I, at most, uh, certain spots can feel more sensitive. Per se. It depends on the person. I would mm. say, if anything, you feel the initial, it's like a mosquito prick, I would say, or like a hair pull. Mosquito pricks suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not fun. But it's not like, and you can feel when the needle's in, people will feel other sensations. They may feel like warmth or tingling and such, but pain is not meant to be it at all actually i have plenty of patients who fall asleep i walk in and they're snoring and like, <laughs> stuff, or they're like they get what we call the accu high where they just feel like they're on the clouds and they're walking out and wait wait wait! you say you walk in so like you put the needles in there and walk away oh yeah i let you marinate as i call it right? <laughs> how long how long do you keep like them in that state it's usually between 20 and 30 minutes oh yeah. so like okay so i come in i'm like oh man i fell mm-hmm. my soul, shoulder yeah. kills me yeah. like do 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 I tell you kind of what I want or what yeah. happens? Yeah, so initially I'll do like first time seeing you, I do like a full assessment. I would I wouldn't just do this area like the area say your shoulder was sore. I wouldn't just do that. I'd also look into things like your digestion, your sleep, um your stress is a big one that a mm-hmm. lot of people have that can affect things. Where your pain is cuz mm-hmm. same with these channels, depending on where your pain is tells me what channels may be stagnated or blocked or mm-hmm what we can do to kind of relieve that. So mm. um, from hearing kind of the nature of your pain, all of those things, I'll do kind of a full holistic look at you. Mm-hmm. And then based on what um, you tell me and what I see, and also I do things like I look at the tongue and I take the pulse. The organ systems are reflected on the tongue too. So that's also... Uh, so you look at the tongue, what would you be like? Is it like the color or what? Yeah, so there's the color. We look at the coating as well. Uh, we look at um, if there's any cracks on the tongue, how mm. it moves, even the size of it and shape. And yeah, there's there's whole encyclopedia books on different types of tongues. That is crazy. <laughs> I know uh, when I was in school and we had to look at a bunch of tongues, I felt like I was a serial killer because I just had a list of <laughs> I had like a folder of tongues in my phone. So if anybody saw this, they'd be They're like, why do you have why a you? thing of tongue? <laughs> so I felt that way initially. But yeah, once you notice the differences with yeah. tongues, then I really notice them. Or I have friends that are on Tinder or something and they send me a person's tongue. <laughs> that's always, that's the funny <laughs> That's the funny thing. They're like, should I, should I go through with this? <laughs> oh my god! That's probably the most funny thing that came out of being an acupuncturist. All Your friends stuff. are like, oh, check out his tongue. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Usually it's like, you know, they may have some like digestive stuff, but they're they're fine. If they have a really really red tip, I'm giving people a tip, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, if people have really red tip, they might have been through something really emotional recently oh. so sometimes when i see that i'm like maybe you just want to <laughs> they need they might need some space you might want to you know <laughs> get the... so. okay I, I need a pause yeah oh, okay <laughs> you breathe yeah oh okay wouldn't you want someone while they're emotional like wouldn't you want to I, I guess i mean for me it's hel- helpful like i can then treat and do things yeah i mean I so guess... it's handy for me but if they're you know Depending on what they're looking for. Well, and like, give it more as like wait, a wait, warning, so, like, hey, maybe so when consider you say, that. So when you say the person is emotional, hmm. like, like in what way, like, is it negative or, or positive? Or, or can, not necessarily negative, but uh, even just if someone's prone to, like, even, like, 
from a genetic standpoint if they have anxiety or depression like because oh. that can be that can be a genetic thing so mm. it reflects on the tongue mm-hmm. of like they may be prone to that oh they may be prone to being depressed or yeah. prone to anxiety so yeah. that's kind of more what it indicates oh, but, okay yeah. well yeah, yeah man your friends is like oh check this out. yeah <laughs> wait how do they now get do they tell the person like i'm not gonna talk to you if i don't see <laughs> well often they don't know what i do so i can kind of do it like secretly no, no, no. probably i mean your friend getting the person's photo how are they gonna well well there's been I, I don't know i've been sent fo- I've, been, I've been sent fo- i've been sent photos of like hey because they know that i look at the tongue so if there's yeah. some guy i don't know with at a party or something and he's like and he sticks his tongue out <laughs> then, then then that's what they send to me i've seen some very interesting tongues that way i'm like that's a new one i haven't seen that one yet so, so this is where you have to throw the medicine logic out right like what you learn in school because like, yeah cause there's certain aspects yeah. but it's interesting because i've read there's this great book by this doctor dr dan uh, daniel kehone he's uh He's a medical physician, but he also studied acupuncture in China. Mm. And he has a book explaining kind of how they both work together. So there is. So that's where when there's all these different facets, when you initially do it, you kind of have to park your Mm. Western brain a bit. Yeah, yeah, And then, But once you do, there is a lot of correlations. A lot of these these, uh, channels actually correlate to embryology. Interesting of uh, when we grow, like as we're we were fetuses and we become children, like through that. Uh, embryology pos- process mm-hmm. of how we grow how our organs why Form they're in certain yeah how they're why your organs are in certain places oh, man. all that stuff yeah yeah oh man my brain there, yeah, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine how my brain feels <laughs> wait so your dots actually on the top of the head yeah how do you paint like does the person have to shave their head yeah. or no th- there's actually whole specialties in scalp acupuncture for things like parkinson's and Oh. There's a there's a very um, MS for example I've seen some MS patients uh, when I was in student clinic it's a course I would still love to take is scalp acupuncture we're not allowed to go well, anywhere because of COVID but there is a there is a um, doctor who's been doing it for thirty years of scalp acupuncture that it would be very interesting to learn his so, process so like what as in I mean I I remember you mentioned that the needles are very tiny yeah so, so they can just like you know kind of but like you know how do you get the actual dirt like you kind of like comb the hair apart or uh there's it's still a thin needle but there's different lengths of needles Mm -hmm. there's also um we use different landmarks on the body like either from the ear or just or like fine bony landmarks like from our bones to try and find where these know where these spots are on your Mm -hmm. body and we use that to kind of locate them Mm -hmm. um do try and count the needles and such because it can be like a needle in the haystack. If you if you do a lot up there and you have a lot of hair, they they can hide very easily for sure. <laughs> so there's well, like, you can like, put a lot of needles up there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah they a lot of holes. Um, and how long can you put the needle for? Like you know when you put it in the skin, how mm-hmm. long is? I mean the the kind of the therapeutic what we call therapeutic threshold or like the ideal amount of time is between 20 and 30 minutes it's mm. not gonna it's not gonna harm you by keeping them in longer but that's like the sweet spot of the needle doing its thing so after so, that time you just like it's just a needle in your body it's not doing more stuff more per se just okay. kind of it it kind of did its thing and then so that's where we kind of let you let yeah. you just do your thing for 20 30 minutes where you can just relax it's similar to a massage in the sense i use a massage table you're underneath sheets like a massage but i'm using acupuncture so i mean you know there's parts on the front on the back like do you ever have a reason to have like 
both sessions like you do the front mm. and you do the back yeah which one do you have to do first or mm. it doesn't matter uh tip, again it kind of depends on what they have um mm -hmm. there is some treatments if i think it's really important i will actually do both sides in one treatment mm -hmm. um normally i stick to doing one side per treatment but there is if there's points that i really want to do that i can only access <laughs> On one side, um, I'll do it that way. I also can have people laying on their side too, and then so that can sometimes okay, give me access to both. Yeah. So depending on what's going on. Okay, uh, yeah. I'll leave the needles for a while and talk about the cups. Oh yes, the cupping. <laughs> yeah, I I saw you do that. It was like really interesting. It's like you put the fire uh, yeah, in it. Yeah, poof. you saw the fire cupping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. So. Um, and I know massage therapists will also do plastic cupping, and I have some of it as well. Like uh, this is an example of a plastic cup where I mm. use a where I use a pump to take the take the air out of it so it creates the suction but you got to see the you got the to see fire the fire one. that one is more interesting and, i know it but looks like, more theatrical <laughs> <laughs> do they do the same thing like what i sucked air or mm -hmm. fire is the same yeah, thing it, it's the same premise it's to help uh blood flow circulation like muscle tension as well it can also help boost immunity in certain uh circumstances for Chinese medicine based on where we have them mm -hmm. can be correlated to organs. So we can do that as well. Um, I personally, I love the fire cupping because of, of the heat factor. It doesn't burn your skin, but you oh, feel that, that was, warmth. That's almost. what I was going to ask. Yeah. So like, um, and then you heat it up, put it on the skin, it just sucks it in. Yeah. Like, does there have to be a right amount of skin it sucks in? or? Mm. Uh, some places are, yeah, easier to put the cups on than others that if there's more bony areas rather than skin or fatty tissue it makes it a bit trickier so i'll mm -hmm. i'll usually use plastic cupping if i got to go in those areas but depending on how quickly you do the fire cupping is how much suction oh. so if you do it really quickly you can get a lot of a lot of suction on mm. it. so yeah and then okay. you can sometimes add some lotion you can do slide cupping you can move what does them that do? so um Pretty much a similar thing. It helps with muscle tension. I know I can go over, if you got any muscle knots or muscle tension, I can actually go over. It feels like a speed bump <laughs> when I go over them. That's like, doo-doo. <laughs> so, you can feel the knots yeah, and stuff. I can feel the muscle knots. So, yeah, yeah. That's so. interesting. And for that one, how long do you have to do it for? Um, I usually do cupping for um, actually leaving them station, like stationary where they're just on there. I'm not moving mm -hmm. them probably max about 10 minutes oh. um, so i don't leave them on for very long <laughs> do you ever do both at the same time i do oh. commonly actually yeah it's a especially if a lot of people have a lot of neck and shoulder stuff mm -hmm. but i'll also do too um i brought it to a it's called gua sha what is this so this is this is made out of jade but it's a tool i basically use some oil on it for your neck and your shoulder for example and i go along with this and this helps break up adhesions too so you can imagine with the acupuncture the cupping and this oh, you, do, really... you do all do you ever do all three at once i can't or i'll do them like incrementally i might do a combination of acupuncture and cupping and then i'll take them off and then i'll add the wash at the end or i'll oh. kind of switch them up so depends on the area of the body i'm using them for but hmm. yeah so what's the most needles you put in someone at the same time uh, probably the max I probably want, would have done is probably about 40 to 50. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> On the back, but, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, or just different places. That would probably be the max. I'm, I'm between, I'm usually between 10 and 20 would be the average that I would put in. And then, so wait, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you say you put it and then you leave the person for 20 minutes, right? Yep. But... If you're putting 40, you're not doing it like... Boop, I mean, boop, I'm boop. not usually doing 40, but yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But let's just say, so when you put in that first one, mm. 
Mm-hmm. By the time you get to 40, that first one has been there for like at least, you know, a couple of minutes. Yeah. So, you try and do them relatively quickly, like when uh, you're doing this kind of stuff. And again, like I kind of said, once it gets to a certain threshold, it's not really, you know, it, it going. Doesn't, so, oh, okay. So, so. so you, you do have some window room there. I But to, I usually leave that, yeah, 20 to 30 minutes for like, especially for the last needles I had just put in, mm. that kind of thing. They're usually uh, doing their thing by that time, so... And I'll and I'll usually I'll come in and check on people and that kind of stuff. But most people are just like, "Yep, just leave me. I'm just <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good." And then they're just out. So. <laughs> and, and COVID happened. How did that like change your work? Um, so for us to work, like we have to wear masks, obviously, and I have to wash my hands a bunch of time, and we have to disinfect the rooms. Mm-hmm. Like between, we give time in between to disinfect for every patient and. We we call the patients like they wait in their car and we have to call them in. They don't. There's no like waiting really, area yeah. per se anymore. So it's changed that a bit. We've kept it pretty now. Now it's pretty much a routine. Like now we're kind of used to it. But mm-hmm. there we made some minor changes. But we're lucky we're still able to work through all this. I know it's not so fortunate for everybody right yeah, now, yeah. but we've been lucky that we're still able to. Have you? Done acupuncture yourself? Oh yes. <laughs> but like I guess what's the most? What's the difficult? The, the, it would be hard for me to do like back points for yeah, example myself I mean. and things like that <laughs> um but i've kind of a funny story this is uh this has come in handy when so the reason it seems like i do a lot of points is i do both sides of the body most of the time it's kind of there's a balancing part both of uh halves of our body communicate with each other and mm-hmm. such so it's important to kind of be balanced and do mm-hmm. both sides and i learned that when i needled myself one time i had a I had a sinus cold a couple of years ago and I, uh, I needled one side of my body cause mm-hmm. I knew it would help. It goes along that channel and helps clear up my sinuses and mm-hmm. it, and I forgot to do the other side. So I had one nostril, <laughs> one nostril was completely clear. The other one was still blocked and I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to needle the other side yeah, of my body. So I, I felt it myself of how doing both sides really, really matters. Oh, here's one for you. Yeah. Have you done a shoot with the needles on? Not yet. I've done stuff with uh, cupping with the or with the fire that I use for cupping, oh. but I have I haven't done needles yet. There ha- <laughs> there is photographers who have done uh, acupuncture projects where oh. they've done done cool kind of aesthetic things yeah, with acupuncture yeah. needles. I should try that sometime. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the next <laughs> next um, idea. Um, and then I guess what. Did, like apart from the scalp thing you say you'd like mm-hmm. to do in the future like do you have any other things you hope to do yeah just more kind of specialties in different areas i know i've i took last year i took a facial rejuvenation acupuncture that's more kind of on the Wait, cosmetic side of things so it injects me i'll look younger and shit yeah there you go oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i like the sound of that yeah so there's this whole process of 12 treatments and you do this certain protocol and it and it helps it basically creates kind of these they call them like micro tears but it basically makes it so that collagen will be produced in those areas is, is, is that kind of well I'm, I'm mixing things up because i watch too much tv yeah, okay. but like there was this thing where they kind of those roll shit on their face and oh, okay, it's supposed yeah, to yeah. make you younger is that... it's kind of similar to gua sha would be like i guess where they have oh, like a little roll thing yeah yeah so so yeah i'm sure that definitely can help inside and it's hard sometimes you bleed <laughs> You ble- oh yes, okay. You yeah. bleed when they do that thing. I remember watching. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? But I, wonder, I wonder what I wonder what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah watch some more TV just because of <laughs> <they> blow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> gotta gotta be in all different areas. <laughs> okay, and and then shoot wise. Any mm-hmm. plans? 
uh, I had some in mind or like some in the works and then obviously COVID happened. Mm-hmm. We can't do in person for a while. So I have some exciting ones coming up. I kind of want to leave it at that. Like, so you must have a ton of photos. Like you only keep them on your Instagram or is that any other place you publish them? <laughs> um, I'm in the works to, I'm trying to figure out the best place to do it. I'm kind of researching different spots. I'd like to have like a website where I have my portfolio mm-hmm. and like some of these full photo sets mm-hmm. you know, for people to see. So that's kind of a work in progress at the moment. Instagram's kind of been the best layout kind of to show from a portfolio standpoint. Like, like this yeah. is kind of what I've done. Um, but I'd like to here in the near future, like actually mm. create a website that I can put that stuff on too. Because you just mm. never know with Instagram too. Things have changed and you just Oh my you God, never they know. change it. You know, <laughs> the plus sign needs to be down now. It's up. Have yeah, you see, that's, that? thro- that's throwing me off. Yeah. Where they put like the shopping button. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why are we they want the- you to buy everything. Oh, and yeah. They want to do reels and all that jazz. Well, I know even, at least for me personally, I don't know if it's on your account, but I can't even, I used to, before, if I had posts, like I like doing the row, I like doing the three, I could usually save them as drafts and like fix, I can't do that anymore. It oh. took away my draft feature oh. now too. And I was like, why, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> They're like, why, no, you can't why do are you it. doing this to me? <laughs> I have, yeah. That oh, whole like love hate relationship. I, I love it for like, the connections like we met through Instagram. Yeah, so exactly. there's there's awesome things that I've gotten opportunities with Instagram and then there's you know, obviously there's a lot of censorship things that happen too. That's unfortunate. Oh, so yeah, it's kinda yeah. I'm with the tell photos you take too. Yeah. They're like, I'm I'm pretty show. lucky with mine, like and I'll like do some censoring on certain stuff, but mm. it, it it's usually pretty minimal and pretty oh, tame. Okay, okay, but okay. uh I know definitely for a lot of other models that I yeah. know it's a lot harder of a yeah. process depending on what style you're in. Exactly. Especially for the whole fine art nude thing. I imagine they get hit a lot so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 oh my god um so if you were to like pull one needle in someone mm-hmm. uh i guess it would depend on what they're not suffering but like what they need it done for is yeah. that it yeah but like say it was like just not aesthetic but like you know just for like there, there good can, vibes yeah and they're gonna yeah there can be some general points that pretty much is safe for everyone to get kind mm-hmm. of thing that just feel good and make you relax like there are those points there's some that are specific for what i'm treating but mm-hmm. then there's also like if i was doing like a community acupuncture thing everyone could get you know these five or six points you what, know? what like, are those points uh there would be one there's one called yin tong it's like the unicorn point you get yes. one right here that, <laughs> that one's really nice and makes you feel nice and calm that's usually people get that accu high feeling from that guy <laughs> my brother loves that one he's, oh. a, he's a huge fan of that one um and then there's um there's one kind of in the inner webbing of the hand mm-hmm. um i nicknamed that the aspirin of acupuncture because if you got pain anywhere great spot oh. great spot for that there's another point in the leg that's good just it's basically a like immune boosting like longevity sort of like feel good point and mm. then yeah there's a few others kind of are they, like are that. they on different channels yes oh, okay <laughs> yeah for sure oh yeah, man yeah. i have so many questions yeah. but, like, <laughs> i'm running out of time man leave thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing mm-hmm. and like for bringing the mm-hmm. doll does does she have a name she does not have a you want to name her <laughs> oh no because no, no, at least not on no. camera. Yeah, I was about to say, after the comment you made before, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't give you that power. No. Maybe I shouldn't allow you to do that. Oh, man. Thank you so much no, for coming. No, thanks for having on. me.